Hello and welcome to the Calamity Vault podcast, where we play every indie RPG one week at a time. And I bet you'll never guess what we're going to do this week. We're going to play another one. This month we are playing Cthulhu Eternal. Cthulhu Eternal is a lot like that other Cthulhu TTRPG, but anyone can use the rules and all the content in their own games and publish it. It's a really cool source for people who want open source Cthulhu stuff or who are interested in publishing their own Cthulhu game. And now I am never going to say the word Cthulhu again. All right, let's get started. Jack, do you want do you want to start, or do you want to sure. run the the intro? Hi, I'm Jack. <laughs> Take it away. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Uh, and I've been a RPG holic for twenty years. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily. My pronouns are she, her. I'm here too. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maggie. Pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Avery. My pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Z. Pronouns are they, them. Wahoo. Hi, I'm Jack. My pronouns are he, him. I didn't say the pronoun thing before because last time I was told that everyone was only saying it because I said it initially. So I didn't say it this time. Wait, who told you that? I think it was I Juliana. Thought, I thought Avery what? was the one who did the pronouns first. No, Z, Z was the one who did the pronouns first in Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. Because they, were, they were the only one yes. who did their pronouns. <laughs> yes. I, I know. I just I just want to be told what to do. Do your pronouns, Jack. Not pronouns. <laughs> yeah. By, like, society. I, look, look, aside from... Our individuals for whom either pronouns are variable and flexible and so don't want to put anything solid down or for whom it is the audience's problem. We do pro- <laughs> Otherwise, pronouns. Okay. We're building a safe space in this podcast, okay? Safe for everybody except for our characters. If you prefer not to disclose your pronouns, Jack, you don't I, have to. Well, number one, No. I would I would prefer to know what I'm supposed to say. Uh, number two, <laughs> I feel like it would be I'd be outed instantly. We all use pronouns like when we speak. That's true. You do when we talk about Frequently. Jack in game. We say, "Oh yeah, he's doing this." <laughs> yeah, I mean we we also so, don't have to do that. Like we can simply not. No, I'm mm-hmm. good. We could refer to Jack in the divine pronoun sense and just say Ooh. Jack every time. He, but with a capital H. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to give me a capital. I'll take a capital. I'm just saying, you know, when you like don't use pronouns at all. Yeah. You just always yeah. refer to something by name. Sounds exhausting. Jack is a short enough name that's workable. Mm-hmm. It's like one syllable. This is a disaster exactly. of an opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's awful. Well, you have to cut all. Of great. This. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I don't know what We're you're talking about. We're all here. About. We all have pronouns. <laughs> Let's start play. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be playing uh, Cthulhu Eternal. Cthulhu Eternal is a it's an SRD system that is based off of Apocthulhu, a product put out by Cthulhu Reborn. We're going to be saying Cthulhu a lot today, uh, at least in the titles of these products. Can you define SRD? A, an SRD is a system reference document. So basically, uh, the flagship product of Cthulhu Reborn, the designer, 
publisher, etc., uh, is Apocathulu. But they have released the rules for that and for different uh, eldritch role-playing games in various eras free of charge uh, for anyone to use. It's a pay-what-you-want system, and we encourage everyone to go and check it out. They're pretty cool. Cthulhu Reborn has been really involved in the uh, open source slash uh, pay-what-you-want, free-to-play indie world for a while now. Uh, they have been instrumental in trying to develop a database of various eldritch horror writers and works, which can be used by anyone uh, and are part of the public domain. This is really important because for a long time, various estates, notably the estate of H.P. Lovecraft, but also other authors, have had litigation with creators of games and RPGs and other products based on these works. So having a database of works where people can draw from those, can iterate and develop based on them is really important to having a a free and open space for uh, RPG creation. So uh, that's why we chose this game to work on. And we'll talk a little bit more about them specifically in uh, the review segment. I think now it's time for us to go into character creation. Oh, but one thing before we do the subject of our game, you all will be passengers on the Final flight of the Hindenburg in 1938. Uh, the great Zeppelin, largest ever built, uh, that met with its met with disaster in Lakehurst, New Jersey. But of course, all of that is yet to happen, and surely you'll be able to avert any problems, and there will be uh, no issues or difficulties that will arise over the course of this journey. Weren't there no casualties on the No, there were quite a number of casualties. Oh, no. No, there were many. (laughs) What am I thinking of? I also didn't think there were casualties, um, but that I looked it up and, like, at least a third of the people on board died. (laughs) Oh, well, never mind. At least a third of them died. Another third were, like, maimed. Damn. Some of the people were okay. I can't believe it made it across the Atlantic. (laughs) I don't know if to always, I always (laughs) thought that the Hindenburg took off in america and got up to height and then blew up instantly instantly yes that's what i always thought emily i also thought that emily yeah the the tragedy (laughs) of all of this is that it made it fine for like 98 percent of the journey (laughs) and it was just the last bit so you all will be departing from frankfurt germany uh heading to New York via Lakehurst, New Jersey. All of the characters should have a reason for being on this Zeppelin, either if it's that they're just trying to get to the United States, if they have some sinister or hidden purpose, uh, or if it's just a, a prestige trip. You kn- you would know in advance that the Hindenburg would be attempting the fastest transatlantic uh, crossing ever made. And that it will be debuting a new form of propulsion developed uh, with the assistance of the German state. So, very exciting. So, how do we start character creation? The initial part of character creation is going to be determining the harshness of your upbringing. So, basically what this means is 
everyone comes from somewhere. Sometimes that place is really shitty, at least while you were there and growing up. Uh, you choose three possible origins. One of them is normal-ish. Uh, one of them is harsh. And the other one is very harsh. Examples for a harsh or very harsh upbringing include uh, being in a famine or a plague when you were growing up, uh, living through and escaping war uh, or extreme poverty. If you choose to have grown up in a harsh upbringing, then you're going to start with less sanity, but have uh, better physical statistics, basically because only the strong or tough people survived. So is is anyone selecting a harsh or very harsh upbringing? I will. Do we need to build a whole backstory to justify harsh or very harsh? No. Okay. I will also pick a harsh. I'll also pick harsh. Okay. We may we may discover some of your backstory throughout the game or as we create this character through the magic of roleplay. <laughs> through the magic of improv. <laughs> I think I'm taking normal-ish. Okay. I think I am taking normal-ish as well. Okay. If you have taken harsh, then you get to add an additional point to either strength or con. Uh, for everybody, we're going to start by determining your statistics. It is very simple. It is 4d6, drop the lowest, and add up the other three. That system redacted classic. <laughs> indeed, indeed. The statistics are going to be your strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, power, and charisma. I am sure we all have a handle on the other five. What is power in this circumstance? Ah, so power is, it it involves interacting with mystical forces. So someone who is particularly magically inclined would likely have a high power, but it also means your force of personality and your psychic resilience. So if you're trying to resist some horrible being from another world drilling into your mind, that'd be power. Let's roll some stats. Holy fuck, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to hear. Rolled three ones. Oh, damn. You can drop one of them. Yeah, I can drop one, so uh, that'll take me up to a six. Yes. (laughs) I rolled very well, actually. The lowest I got was a nine, and I got a whole bunch of 15s. Jesus. You're going to be so competent. (laughs) (laughs) One spy is much better than the other. Yeah. I have two 15s, two 10s, an 11, and an 8. That's a good distribution. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, I got, my lowest is an 8, my highest is a 17, uh, but I have a 10, an 11, and two 13s also. I should you not, I have a 9, 15, 15, 15, and 17. Oh good lord. <laughs> I did not fake this at all. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think I could roll this well in Wild Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Such, ah, I rolled not good. 6, 10, <laughs> 15, 13, 11, 12. If you have below a 9 or above a 12 uh, in a particular stat, you're exceptional in some way. So you want to assign a distinguishing feature to those. Uh, a word or two that helps describe why your character is that way uh, and give your self-personality. This can end up being used as a a keyword or a tag that will help you fill in bits of description. So if you had, let's say you had a particularly low strength 
Emily. Uh, I'm actually thinking you... of putting my six into power just to screw myself oh, over. Sure. <laughs> That's the so strength, much fun. Like, it, could be, it could be an old war wound that mm. uh, means that you walk with a limp. I think my eight's going into con. Ooh. Oh. Squishy. I also dumped con. This guy has... I Look, my 15s, I think, are going into power and charisma. I... <laughs> yes we're gonna have a very high charisma team it's so much fun wait have we all given someone, ourselves someone high please charisma? have intelligence <laughs> i've i've taken a 15 in intelligence i have that's a 13 good. That's intelligence good. yeah i've got a 13 as long as too. someone has some intelligence <laughs> because if we had another party where everyone was, was, was dumb. dumb as a brick and then you try to investigate a mystery uh you're gonna die i see avery you look as though you're considering a choice yeah i think he has low constitution because he tried experimental alchemy but he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing <laughs> he just drank a lot of piss well he, he, Guinea fucked, pig. he just fucked up his lungs and the <laughs> Maggie here, the freak of nature. <laughs> Extremely talented. Just because four out of my six stats I'm exceptional at, you Fuck know. You. Got fucking Captain God. America over here. Getting good, I guess. <laughs> this is just like playing Pal World with you. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, Maggie and Emily have been playing Pal World nonstop since it came out. How many hours do I have on Pal World right now? Has to be at least 100. Yeah, I, I only have I, like 60. It's definitely over. The last time I checked, I think it was around 60. And that was like several Pal sessions ago. It could be at 100 now. Your Pal sessions last <laughs> 12 to 14 12. hours. <laughs> I did play until 3.30 a.m. last night. No! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm only at 73 hours. Maggie, you thought we were playing uh, Cthulhu Eternal today, but this is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> so hit points are equal to your constitution plus your strength. Divide by two, round up. Nine. Eleven. Nine. Oh, God. We need a tank. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll take strength instead of dex. We probably need dex. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have a little him. bit of dex. I have 13. Here, I'll just dump int. It doesn't matter. Someone else can be smart. I'm just a southern gal. I don't need those smarts. <laughs> you do a good southern accent. <laughs> this is so dangerous because you're going to drag me into the southern accent on accident. That's what <laughs> I told her as well. I'll just start doing it. Mm -hmm. That's fine, though. It's okay. I'm going to be doing a very uh, overstated Russian accent, so... I was going to do no. the Russian accent, and then I got blocked from doing it, because it was too bad. <laughs> I'm so sad I missed hearing it. It was, it was a wandering accent. It was a wandering accent. Exploring all of Eastern Europe. <laughs> Mostly Western Europe, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, our willpower points are equal to our power. And then you have sanity. If you grew up in a, had a normal-ish upbringing... Your sanity is equal to your power times five. If you grew up in a harsh or very harsh setting, your sanity is equal to your power times four. Oh, oh no. 
Uh, you also have a breaking point, which the loss of sanity triggers a long-term mental disorder. Your breaking point is equal to your sanity minus your power. I don't have a lot of sanity to lose, I gotta say. It's fine. What's this your, is a one-shot. What's shot. your current sanity? 24. And what's your breaking point? 18. Nice. Damn. My sanity is at 75. Well, you're very powerful. Mm-hmm. So now we have your archetypes. Non-Jungian, but archetypes nonetheless. That's what you think. Uh, <laughs> yes. Everyone gets to pick uh, an archetype. Yeah, I'm taking a cult dabbler. I think I want journalist. Maggie, are you choosing detective? I'm trying to pick between detective and criminal. Mm. That might be more of a... a background question for you i think i'm gonna do detective i think i'm also doing detective <laughs> we're gonna be the same character except you're gonna be really competent <laughs> so all the archetypes are you're gonna have some skills and then you're gonna pick a couple more from an additional list okay yeah i think in addition to my uh the, the ones that i get from my archetypal skills of the choose any three of these, I think I'm taking the charm at 60, history at 50, and psychoanalyze at 50. Oh, perfect. Oh, God. There's, something, there's something wrong with this guy. Like, <laughs> what a horrible little man. I cannot wait for this. I'll do criminal just to change things up a little bit. Um, I'm also kind of dumping int, which is one of the detective recommended stats. Oh, and I, I have see. lots of strength and dex. So. Okay. You can be the smart one, and I'll be the one to beat people up. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the Southern Belle with just massive biceps. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I did put my distinguishing feature for my strength as muscular. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I forgot how much you just like don't have health in this game. Oh yeah. Now we're gonna cut. Cu- you're gonna customize your protagonist with some additional skills. You have adversity skill points and bonus skill points. So for those of you who grew up with a harsh background, you get uh, one adversity skill point pick. And what that means is that you get to increase one skill. uh, The rating in one skill can be a skill that you're trained in, can be a skill that you're not already trained in, and this will give it training for you by 20 points. I am intrigued by the Southern Belle with the, with a harsh upbringing. Harsh upbringing, big muscles. <laughs> big muscles. It is the Great Depression for her. Oh. I guess it is. You see, Jack, not everybody is as they seem. Everything is not as it seems when you can get what you wanted is that the Wizards of Waverly Place theme song? Yes, it is. Oh, my that God. You just started singing. Um, and then cut everybody. That, cut that. No. <laughs> everybody gets 10 bonus skill point picks. So you can use each of those picks to increase a skill by 20. Um, you can do this in a skill that you already have points into. It's just that no skill can go above 80. I, well, I think I'm boosting my charm all the way to 80. All right. It was at 60 already, so this is not taking much, but... An an unctuous little man. Gross. (laughs) I really just, like, 
boosted a bunch of things, like some things really high rather than like distributing these to things I don't have or min-maxing. Oh yeah, I'm also min-maxing right now. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) I'm going to ask for like some random check and you guys are going to have no idea. Uh Uh-huh. I, look, I've never performed first aid in my entire life. I don't imagine we'll have to go swimming at any point. But you cannot imagine how many stewardesses I have slept with. <laughs> <laughs> I think if anything supernatural happens to my character, I'll simply go insane immediately. The same. <laughs> it's very possible. I'm going to pick up an additional 20% in German. Nice. Seems that's, like that's something that would good. be useful. It does sound yeah. useful. The supernatural, <laughs> it simply informs the perception of the self. <laughs> no. It's a metaphor. It is. This monster that's devouring me is a metaphor. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a metaphor for the trials I have to overcome. It's the difficulties <laughs> of publishing in this Publishing. <laughs> Look, this man's sanity is what it is because he's too self-centered to, like, acknowledge the horrors. That's fantastic. Can I do law physics? <laughs> uh, you can do science physics. No. <laughs> I have to do law. <laughs> I have to do law something. Why? Because it's from my detective. You should do bird law. I know none of you have ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but you should do bird law. Bird law? It could come in handy. (laughs) I'll just do international. Would it be too meta for me to take some skill points and pilot? I I already have some of those. That's not meta. I have some of those, but mine are not going to be for a Zeppelin. They're going to be for a plane. (laughs) It's only meta if you take a pilot Hindenburg. (laughs) (laughs) what should i take as my streetwise skill you ask us a notoriously streetwise gang (laughs) oh i'm gonna take streetwise lockpick oh that's good or b and e there we go breaking so streetwise tends to be uh knowledge of a certain strata of society uh either regional or like categories like smugglers, bootleggers. Oh my god, Maggie, we're fucking spies. Streetwise espionage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And Maggie, just to clarify, are you playing a woman? I think so. Okay. We just, in order for, for my master plan to come together, we have to be <laughs> the same gender. So I just wanted to... <laughs> Yes, yes. I mean, I could play either. Honestly, like... I don't know. I think it's much funnier if Maggie is playing a jacked-as-hell Southern Belle. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm jacked as fuck, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got a strength of 16 and a dex of 17. Oh, my God. (laughs) I bumped my con up to 15 and dumped into power instead (laughs) ain't nothing getting through this (laughs) except the horrors except Except the horrors horrors. (laughs) vitally you might even say all right and now we are going to define your bonds um so each archetype gives you a certain number of bonds 
these are relationships with a person or organization. These represent uh, someone who is close to you. It could be a friend, a family member, uh, an ally. It could also be an organization. Like if you are, say, a spy, it could be the country or the organization that you work for. Uh, if you you could be a member of a a community or or order, secret or otherwise, an employer, etc. Should these be principally backstory idea related, or should these yes. be between? Okay, but should is it possible for them to be between other characters too? Absolutely. Okay, Maggie, I want to bond with you. <laughs> yes, I do too. Enemy, enemy or rival. Rival, mm. absolutely. Yeah, and they were rivals. And they were, <laughs> they rivals. were rivals. I feel like we've encountered each other on missions before. Yes, we definitely have. <laughs> the situation on the Hindenburg is like we lock eyes across a room and go, ugh, this motherfucker again. I like, so this is like pre-Cold War era. So like, yeah. Yeah. the US and Russia don't have as much beef quite yet. We just fucking hate each other, I guess. Yeah, I, the Soviet the Soviet Union is very new. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stalin took over like a little bit ago. Well, the constant fear is of uh, socialist internationalism. So literally the the Soviets formed, I believe, like the third international for the idea of like exporting uh, socialism around the world. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of concern of that, particularly given the ongoing involvement in the Spanish Civil War, where thousands of, of Soviet quote unquote volunteers were sent to fight on the side of the Spanish Republicans and combated by thousands of German and Italian quote unquote volunteers fighting on the side of the fascists. So I'm the character I think I have in mind here is like test pilot turned uh, radio personality. Oh, um, oh, that's good. Which Ooh. just sounds fun to me. Uh, I, I don't know if any of that fits with anyone else, but I think I, I want one of my bonds uh, to be with what, what I have thought should be called for you know, distinct legal reasons. Not CBS, but ZBS or Zenith Broadcasting <laughs> Systems. Aha. Uh-huh. See I think I think one of my one of my bonds uh you know how community bonds start at like half your resources rating? Mm-hmm. And so you know, if you have one of like five, you're a shunned member resource of like five years shunned member of the community and actively looked down on i think i have a community bond like a particular secret society and i'm specifically shunned and looked down on because i like published a book about their practice <laughs> i love it <laughs> so avery you said that resources were sorry your bond score was half your resources so your individual bonds start with a score equal to your charisma your community bonds are measured on a scale of one to twenty and, and are at half, have a default rating of half your, your permanent resources rating. Round it up. Oh, round it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my okay. permanent resources is five, so everything would be a three? Yep. Yeah. Which is a shunned yeah. member of the community, someone who is actively looked oh, no. down on by most. Yikes. You can create community bonds, but they're going to suck. Uh, yeah. Also, this is, this is a joke. Community bond ex-spouses. <laughs> 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 The evil ex 
<laughs> the League of Evil Exes. <laughs> it's not even a league. It's just that you've been. It's just that you've been divorced so many times that they formed a community. Like, there's an <laughs> Avery. This yes. is a great idea for you. <laughs> this is a great idea for me. <laughs> yeah. Now, interestingly, your bonds are things which tie you to your humanity, to your relationships with the world. So these are things that uh, will be tested if you are trying to, for example, overcome madness and terror. Uh-huh. Can you rely on your harem of ex-wives <laughs> to help you overcome the horrors? Yes, but they might hate you more at the end of it. Just like you hate them. Oh, darling, I don't hate any of them. Our differences were simply irreconcilable. <laughs> Jesus. I can't wait to meet your character. Can I have a German contact as a bond? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you an individual, Maggie. Oh. Who is on the That's a good who idea. Is on the vessel? I assume I would be here for a reason. The reason being the Germans. <laughs> You know, you know what? Your contact is with the head chef of the vessel, Pierre Lebrun. Yes. See, mm. we're in the wrong period for us to have the kind of relationship between like the guy doing coast to coast to AM and a regular caller, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There is all sorts actually, of actually commercial. There are some like commercial things going on. Uh, maybe maybe I'm flying. There are uh, game shows. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that sounds fine, actually. Yeah, I'm specifically I'm specifically using t- Coast to Coast AM as a touchstone here because it's completely fucking insane. Mm. Uh, so Z, you do a lot of piloting. You said you're a yeah. test pilot. Uh, y- sort of. I think former test pilot air racer. Um, turned to radio after a uh, something went wrong. It was a crash and an injury, um, which is why my strength sucks. And I have a permanent limp because of it. Okay. Could I, would it be all right if I had a bond with you of former Mark? Ooh, Ooh. that's exciting. Okay. Yeah, go for it. See, what's your character's name? So I can put this down. I think uh, goes by Joe. Joe Harkness. Joe Harkness? Yeah. That's <laughs> a great name. And that's J-O, correct? Yeah, just J-O. Are you still yeah. looking for a bond, or are you, I you all think full I've, up? I think I'm full up, unless you've got okay. something. I'm going to add one more for you. Okay. Uh, if you are okay with this. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Taylor, wife of Sir Rupert Taylor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, patron slash quote unquote patron. <laughs> uh huh. Oh Exciting. She she had retained you for uh. Yeah, she did. To 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 pro- <laughs> to produce uh some of your splendid transmutation gold, and perhaps you uh, availed yourself of certain other. This is this is fascinating because we're well past the point at which anyone took like the production of of, of transmuted gold seriously. Yes. Ah, uh, 
see. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps perhaps you explain that to her and then uh, instructed her about how you could help her transmute her soul. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Uh, extremely funny name coincidence. I have had written down for like two hours now that this guy's name is Victor. <laughs> this is perfect. I think I'm still struggling for a last bond here. I've given myself two community bonds. Um, I have a, an individual who I could I, provide you. I would love that. Ruth Davis is a 25-year-old journalist who is just starting out, and she has been trying to get her name out there and get some stories heard. This could be someone who you have taken stories from. This could be someone who you have uh, brushed off because she's, you know, small fry, whatever interests you. Yeah. So right right now I've got then two community bonds. One is ZBS, um, which I only have a two in. So it's not a good overall reputation in that community, I guess. Um, and then I, I have something down for like, basically for aviation. So air racing slash test piloting. Um, so also not necessarily a favorite person there. So I think maybe I'm I'm a little bit closer to Ruth Davis's level than I like to admit. Um, okay, okay. Uh, and then I think my other individual bond, I was thinking maybe uh, I'd put as someone who's maybe like actually like a little bit higher up, maybe a like lead person who just happened to take an interest. I see. Is this someone who is a lead in your organization or someone who is who got you on the plane or got you on the zeppelin i think i was thinking the former but the latter i think is more fun so this is a a distant connection but you were placed in contact with the captain max pruss who you are aware from your knowledge of the the radio uh broadcast industry is very eager to get public attention for this journey. I love it. Perfect. Um, and the scores on individual bonds, uh, I think I saw were charisma. They are charisma, yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Can I get a contact yeah. on the ship? Since... Yeah, you can. Thanks. Yeah. If we're all getting one. If we're all getting one. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the uh, only I... one without one. <laughs> Some uh, spy I'm... you are. Yeah. I'm going around. I came here to meet people. <laughs> Emily. Jack. Your way was paid by Edith Smith, a Hollywood actress and uh, noted socialist dilettante. She's sort of like a champagne socialist. Very interested in raising the, the consciousness of the, uh, the proletariat. Sure. <laughs> now are we all done with Bonds? I think so. Emily, what's your character's name? Uh, my character's name is Antonia Volkova. Antonia Volkova? Antonia Volva. No, Antonia. Antonia Volkova. Volkova, okay. Antonia Volpicula. <laughs> and I liked, I liked Antonia Volva. <laughs> <laughs> Algernon Marscapone's sister Antonia Volvo. 
And what are what is uh, Maggie? What's your character's name? Delilah Adams. Delilah Adams. Surely it's a real name. Real name Pussy Galore. <laughs> Avery, what's your character? Victor Sedgwick Evangelique, which is definitely not his real name. Uh, Evangelique. Cedric Evangelique. I love it. That's so so excellent. And Joe Harkness. I need you to know that there are like two separate accents in Evangelique. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't put them in the chat because I I like that like the Evange would imply like some sort of English, but the the, sp- the spelling is very French. <laughs> it's a well, fake I, French I like, name. <laughs> I like that we yeah. have an Evangelique, yes. and then separately a different character has the Adams because there there was an astrologist on radio, uh, Evangeline Adams, pr- <laughs> just a little bit prior to this period. Oh my god. So I think then our character creation is complete. I do have a question. Please. Uh, spice shenanigans aside, do do we know one another? That's up to you all. Um, it's fine with me if you don't. I have ways of making you talk. <laughs> Much like the spies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, feel like we could have all at least met each other while on this trip. How far into the voyage are we? Well, we will be starting at the very beginning. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, well, so there will be an opportunity for you to get to know each other in the uh, initial scene. Yes, see, I see her. Yeah, I was I was just going to suggest something for um, uh, knowing each other a little bit, specifically for um, our cultist here, Victor Sedgwick Evangelique, uh, which is maybe your publisher has reached out to ZBS before and they didn't want to give it to anyone respectable um, or something. Ah! <laughs> oh, my so God. You got stuck with me. <laughs> maybe we've worked <laughs> together at least briefly in the past or something. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I just think it's funny. No, no. I think I look. Given that I, given that I do theoretically have the individual bond to you of of one's late night radio caller. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's very that touch funny. tone telephone shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so that could just be it. It could be we only know each other because I'm used to you calling in or something. <laughs> Is that our only acquaintance? <laughs> I, look, the, look, the publisher is not a bad route. Of like, oh, you're already acquainted. You're. It, it could be both. It could be the late night caller thing turned into your publisher became aware of it and wanted to use it. Is uh-huh. is this late night caller relationship positive? How do you feel about our late night relationship, <laughs> <laughs> Antonia, darling? All of my relationships are positive. <laughs> Even the exes. <laughs> they're positive in a scientific way, meaning that they exist. Oh, no, they're positive in a scientific way, meaning that we repel each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I wrote down everyone's names. Um, I, I did want to pronoun check everyone real quick, though. She, her. She, her also. He, him. And what are Joe's uh, pronouns? She, her. Okay, cool. 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to pursue us. <laughs> I, I foresee this very funny interaction in the future of, like... Because, like, obviously, we're going for, like, Antonia and Delilah lesbians. And Victor yes. just completely passing over his head about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Victor is like I think like flagrantly bisexual but like in a way where he doesn't really acknowledge or perceive anyone else's orientation (laughs) I see Victor as someone who will put on all the charms for literally every person he meets and however it ends Mm -hmm. is how it ends (laughs) yeah (laughs) This guy is a man whore. I just think Victor's a slut. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm sorry I'm projecting onto your character, Avery. I just think that's very funny. We've transformed Victor into a man whore. That's the direction of this conversation. How old is Victor? Because I imagined him being like 70. <laughs> 70. Okay. Oh, I imagined him being like thirty. Like what? Yeah, Jack's, 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 Jack's much closer to the mark here. I okay. like, Whoa! Does he have like eight ex spouses? Yes. None of oh, these God. were meant to last. These were volatile reactions. Oh no! Never had a relationship last longer than a year and a half. He got married in Vegas a couple of times. Never mind that Vegas doesn't really exist yet. <laughs> He insists on pronouncing it Vega. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Vegas. La Vega. La Vega. La Vega. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> does everyone have their does everyone have their characters ready? Yeah. I think, I think so. so. Yeah. I would like to clear one thing up before we go. So what yes. it sounds like so far that we have established is that Emily and I know each other, and Avery and Z know each other. And me and Z know each other. And you and Z know each other. Okay. I think should, you should have... Should I know Avery? <laughs> yes. You are an American spy, right? Yes. So, I mean, I, I would imagine that Victor could have made numerous tips... Oh, my God. ...about the machinations of the soviets to uh to dominate the collective unconscious of mankind absolutely oh my god that's pretty good i've had to investigate victor on several accounts and it's really fucking annoying every single time i have to. <laughs> yes All right. is victor on the fbi watch list or something yes because <laughs> like I feel like Victor is, like, wrong about 90% of things, but on the 10% that he's not. <laughs> That's such a generous percentage. I'm putting Victor as FBI watch list individual bond. <laughs> That's great. Does Victor know you, though? Or do you just I know think, of him? I think Delilah has paid a house visit at one point. <laughs> oh, no. A house oh, visit, no. you say? Oh, no. I, look, there's, I can only assume there's some, like, wildly comedic bit going on where, like, he is very clearly attempting to, like, 
cold read the situation as he figures out where he's seen you before. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Delilah knows exactly who Victor is, and Victor thinks he knows who Delilah is, but has no idea where from. (laughs) Uh And we can play this out later. Um, I do think it's funny that, like, Delilah knows exactly who you are, and you just have to, like, pretend that you know who I am when I say your name. You have to cycle through your your carousel of parabors to try to figure (laughs) out who this person is. (laughs) Oh, what was our willpower points? Did we ever cover that? Yes, I believe it's equal to your power, but let me check. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have a power of nine. Oh, wait, no, my power was ten and my int was nine. Does someone have int? I have a 13. I have... I have a 13. That's, okay, okay, that's good. Really are recreating the skin cell method. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, tech, I'm technically an engineer, so... I was gonna take int, and then everybody was doping strength, so I took strength. Yeah, please instead. take, take I'm strength. I'm glad someone has it. I'm sure there are many ways it could come up. Somebody's gonna have to punch a Nazi at some point, so... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I have all of these really great practical, like, combat skills... Like, I have melee weapon and unarmed and firearm combat skills. That's good, because I took none of those. (laughs) In the range of 70 to 80. Yeah, I also (laughs) took none of those. My my 70 to 80s are in charm, dodge, occult, persuade, and psychoanalyze. I did not take dodge at all. I went straight, like, if you can kill him fast enough, (laughs) you don't need to dodge. I figure, I don't, I don't. In fact, I would never engage in violence, but occasionally one finds oneself in a situation where one needs to get out of the way. Uh-huh. Let others express their anger in a healthy way. I put a lot of stake into combat skills and charm and Very stealth. Nice. I put my distinguishing feature for charisma as natural blonde. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so powerful. (laughs) Half the reason I chose the name Delilah is because I thought it'd be difficult to say in a Russian accent. (laughs) Delilah. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already going to have a hard enough time here. (laughs) I thought it would add to our dynamic. Uh (laughs) Delilah. I can't do a Russian accent. Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, we can tell. Delilah. Delilah Adams. Your new name is that bitch. <laughs> That's that American bitch. Are we ready to begin, folks? Yes. 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 Do we wait? Do we have any weapons that we start with? Perhaps. Oh yeah. Well, you see. All firearms are strictly prohibited on board the Hindenburg because of... The hydrogen? The hydrogen. (laughs) It's going to be great. Don't worry. Nothing bad's going to happen. This is the Hindenburg, folks. The pride of the German air fleet. Nothing bad could happen. Surely nothing will go wrong at all, Jack. Never trust your GM. If you like our podcast, why not give a rate and review on your preferred podcast service? We can be found on Twitter and Blue Sky at Calamity Vault and on Tumblr at CalamityPod. You can send us an email at CalamityVault at gmail.com if you want to chat with us. 
We'll see you next week for the last flight of the Hindenburg. <laughs>